Welcome to Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. What's up, Grant? Grant, I haven't ah. seen you in uh, some time. You were gone. It's been. It's been. It's been. A couple weeks. You were in Germany. It's been, it's been a week. How, how was Germany? I wanted to ask you before recording, but I wanted to wait for the show. So we had some. I we didn't spend, pull some content out of it. Yeah. Kevin and I don't talk outside the show. We really just don't. wait for the show to talk. We're like um, the Mythbusters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which apparently they don't hate each other. Yeah, neither do I we. don't remember who told us that, but uh, someone did say that yeah. on an episode. So that's cool. Um, I don't know. We didn't spend too much time in Germany. That was only a couple of days. It was for a wedding. So yes. it was like, well, how was the rest of Europe? It was cool. Germany and Amsterdam were the two places that we'd been. So did you when you were in Amsterdam? Did you do a little? Dude, it's like. <coughs> It's like uh Dude. no, keep keep doing it. Keep uh keep going. Yeah, exactly like just like that. Um oh, no, it's like crazy. it's like worse out there. I think that it it gained that reputation because it's like the only place in like the, the western portion of the world where you could like go and smoke weed legally. Yeah. But you can only do it like in like a basement somewhere with other people like it's just like a weird sterile environment. It's like So that's kind of like how it was not, here 10 years ago. No, without, the, without the legal like it's right. like you go to like a coffee shop and you smoke like in the basement of a coffee like you can't like walk around with a joint which is just like i thought you guys were cool they're not cool they don't care man what a bummer it's not not that cool of a thing but um yeah I don't know. it's cool it's okay. europe it's different it, it certainly uh, is a little bit different I'm glad to there. be back well, we're back, folks, and we have a brand new guest on the show with us today. We have Jonathan Dunn with us. How are you, Jonathan? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is something we've been meaning to do for a while because I remember last time uh, we had Andrew Shanklin on the show. He was like, you should get my friend Jonathan on the show. He would be a good guest. And that was uh, two and a half years ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Every time an old guest is like, oh, yeah, I haven't been on your show in four years. It's like, oh, we've been doing a show for four years. <laughs> yeah, that's what the fuck? Alarming. I thought I just talked to you. And it's like, no, it's been like two like pre-pandemic. We just yeah. haven't the, talked to anybody since the pandemic. The pandemic makes time feel a little more kind of stretched out and longer than it actually is. But Jonathan, uh, I mentioned Andrew Shanklin. You and him host a show at the Lincoln Lodge called Can of Worms Comedy. If you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, um, we we came together as a sketch group. Me, uh, Shanklin, Jeff Braun, Luke Ipsum, Maddie. Davis and Alex Bay, and we just like started doing a sketch. And okay. we have another show on Sundays where we just, it's a little looser, but um, on sure. Fridays, once a month, we have like a tight rehearsed sketch show that we do. And um, it's a dang good time. <laughs> it sounds like it because a lot of people who have been on Can of Worms have also been on this very show, such as Ian Erickson, mm. uh, Max Shanklin. We call them. Yeah, well, you guys are basically the Worm Cops. Yo. Uh, the little crossover episode here, but um, Klopp Klop too, right? Klop, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, a ton of times. He's a big fan favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And yeah, I feel like we, we talk about the Lincoln Lodge is like really coming up. I feel like every time we have like a local Chicago uh, comedian on, they're like, oh, yeah, I do a show at the Lincoln Lodge. We do a show at the Lincoln Lodge sometimes. It's been about a year, but we sometimes <laughs> do one. Uh, and we should do one again soon because it would what be was a it, lot like of fun. December? When was the last? August. I, it was August. It was, that it, was, was, it was like summer. Yeah, last summer. Because I can't remember because that was like we did a show and then they said mask mandate and we went, we're not going to do a show. And then. They like lifted it or something. Well, the last, I can't fucking yeah, remember. Last I can't summer remember was kind of weird with the whole mask mandate. So we had a show. A, we had like a, it was like our second or third show of the summer. Right. And like a week before then, they were like masks back on. And we we're like, shit. Yeah. Well, guys, don't forget your masks and your cards and everything else. But, you know, I know you guys, Um, what was it? Uh, uh, goldfish tank you were doing before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of moved it to. Uh, can of worms comedy so if you could give us a brief uh, elevator pitch on what is can of worms it's um i think the feel gr- free to move a little more into the frame too if you're yeah you can scoot in go. we're all yeah. <laughs> we're all friends here <laughs> i hate doing that in the middle of an episode yeah. but you know just it's uh i think um it feels like there isn't any like really alternative weird like comedy in uh well, like there is, but it's like there's less than there's like less than there used to be in Chicago of like very uh, strange, surreal, um, and dirty. I feel like stand up, like regular stand up, kind of took control and Lincoln Lodge was like giving out a lot of spots, which is great. But yeah. um, we wanted to do something that was like really alternative and weird. And we also felt like a lot of our friends that we really love, like Ian and Klopp, for one, um, getting booked as much. And we just wanted to like have a, a show for them to. And show everyone like our friends. Yeah, for the folks who think outside the box. Yeah, for outside. the real twist. Outside the can. <laughs> outside the can. <laughs> yeah. And all those worms too. So how often do you guys do the show for anyone who's local and is like, hmm, I want to see it. Because if you're, if you're living near the Chicagoland area or you want to book a flight here and see a comedy show, how often is Can of Worms where any of our listeners can come see you? Once a month, second Friday of the month. Wonderful. And you know what? There are so many people I know in this city who, you know, people outside of the comedy sphere who are like, oh, yeah, I always forget there's like comedy shows here. And it's like there's comedy shows all the time, all the time, every single night. You should go because they're always like, oh, I want to see more stuff. And it's like you could I mean, they're constantly happening. You know, it's so it's so easy to find. And a lot I of, feel like so much live event stuff has just flown off my radar. You know, and like, I get uh, that because of the whole. Uh, and it sucks because I don't want to feel like that. But also it's like I, I go places and I'm like, I don't want to be here. like it's like I don't I don't even enjoy being out as much anymore. It, I, I don't everything kind of sucks. I'm trying to force myself to get back out there. You know, I'm I'm doing a little bit of stand up again myself. Trying. To I don't hit- mean to be like complaining about this for like two years straight, but <laughs> yeah. it's just like not gotten better. Well, at least you don't have to wear a, a freaking mask. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Fauci. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Hey, it's it's dark Brandon uh, time though. Remember when? Uh, who who said that on the show? Was that Serb? Yeah. So when Serb mentioned Dark Brandon, and then all of a sudden I started seeing Dark Brandon everywhere. They're listening, folks. These things are listening to your every single word. It's like Dark Brandon, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Dark. All Brandon. of a sudden, now now it's a thing. Now no, it's, it's a cool. Thing. Now. What is it? I don't. You know, <laughs> we still don't really know. It's like the Biden it's, administration was trying to make Joe Biden seem like they were trying to like they own they something. tried to r slash the Donald. Joe Biden. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Like make him seem like he's a badass. A, he's an epic meme man hell now. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. The ice, the ice cream, the ice cream. Imagine guy. the the image where he's eating the ice cream cone, but he has that filter where his eyes are glowing and everything, and it looks <laughs> deep fried, and it's just like, yeah, still not, no. still not feeling it. It's so focus grouped. Yeah. God, that's so gross, man. Uh, speaking of gross, if you're listening to this audio version, you can watch a video version of it on youtube.com slash thoughtcops. We got all, all sorts of fun highlight clips, uh, YouTube shorts on the channel. So check that out. Uh, subscribe to us over there for all the all the fun you could shake a stick at, basically, as well as TikTok or at thoughtcops on TikTok. And if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a five-star review and we'll uh, read it on the show. Or on Instagram. Uh, a lot of our Instagram reels have been doing pretty well lately. Surprise? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I, it was like, sometimes I'll just put... Is it because we've had so little success with everything else that it's like, <laughs> oh, look, success. <laughs> basically, no, it's just like, uh, sometimes, I don't know, like, I, I, I've been basically doing the same thing I've more or less been doing for the show for years like tightened it up a lot a little bit yeah Yeah. but like putting the clips on on like instagram i think it's like the whole instagram reels thing so if you're listening because you saw us in instagram reels welcome but it's cool like sometimes i'll just put up a random clip for an episode and i don't check instagram for a few hours and it's like got like three four hundred likes i'm like who are all these people yeah this is more than what listens to the show on a regular basis yeah so if you like depending on the episode if you like the if you like the 60 second clip check out the whole episode it's like that book but way more. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because uh, it, it, it is one of those things where it's like I know that people interact with these apps differently, you know, than yeah. you or I might. I I go on Instagram. I scroll three posts down and I close out of Instagram. I'm just like, I yeah. don't care. But people just go on shorts and they just go on mm-hmm. or shorts or reels or reels, whatever, whatever the, the hell shit. it is. I hate that shit. Everything's got a different name. TikTok's reels, shorts. People will look down on me for being like, oh, I'm on a, I'm on uh, TikTok a lot. And they're like, did you see this reel? And I'm like, ah, no, I'm not on reels. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's all the same shit. It's, it's a the little, same shit. It's a little foreign to me. Like the idea of like someone just like laying on their back on the couch and like on their phone like scrolling instagram reels and then being that's like, why we're getting so many likes right, people that's just a, sit there I and can't they just complain. scroll and they do a heart and they just keep scrolling I, I can't exactly complain and like i said if you're one of the fine folks who found us that way welcome to the show Thank uh you. also scroll on down to the episode description because we have a link to our discord server which is hot people are in there 24 7 debating all sorts of things and getting a, a, getting up to all kinds of wacky shenanigans so uh join the thought cops discord server it's like the lifeblood of the show you know it's like truly people talk they're like hey you guys should cover this you should talk about that People post their alternative wordle app answers oh, yeah. yes. if you love if you love wordle variants you check go, out the discord nobody yeah. talks to each other anymore it's the online equivalent of being at dinner with your family and everyone's on their phones yeah. everyone's on their phones on their phones in their phones it's great go uh, ahead and join sometimes we talk about better call saul Kind of That's fun. another thing. You open up, the, uh, <laughs> you open up the, uh, the visual media, uh, which is what we call TV shows, movies. Yeah, we you have open a whole lot up of that channels. channel, and it's just big black blocks, just <laughs> like for days upon days. Like everyone's using the spoiler tag. So every it's like, Tuesday, we're like, "Did you see it? Did you, you see can't it? Can't see what's being talked about, but you know that a lot of people are talking about it. You might think that Edward Snowden joined the server, but actually, we're just discussing <laughs> the latest episode of Better Call Saul, which is now over. So that will no longer be happening. Damn, red body. 
Rip to that. But let's get on to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show called Two Minutes of Hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap that we see on our phone screens and our computer screens every single day of the week. No, Jonathan, I know you're a comedian. We're all comedians here. We, we participate in the art of comedy. And there has been a lot of debate about what the purpose of comedy is these days from people who either do comedy or don't do comedy. Everybody seems to have an opinion on this. Jonathan, I want to ask you a question. Do you think comedy should be offensive? Yes or no? Um, I think uh, yes, but it shouldn't uh, hurt anyone or make anyone feel excluded. Is what sure, I think. sure. And I would, I would say I agree, but this debate tends to constantly go on on, I, I guess, Twitter mostly, but it's this whole thing of like whether or not comedy should be uh, not just subversive, but like offensive. And there's people out there who are like, oh, if something is offensive, that means it's funny. Or if something is offensive at all, that means it's not funny at all. You shouldn't shouldn't do that. You shouldn't yeah. talk about that. You shouldn't touch that. We have been having the same conversation for it's like getting a, worse like almost yeah. a decade uh-huh. now it's just like constantly happening and it always devolves into like the like the debate for the whole thing is like oh you like someone who is like combating against somebody who thinks you know comedy always has to be offensive it can never be just whatever and always somebody's grand trump card is always oh yeah well comedy doesn't have to be offensive explain this and they post a link to like the dumbest random humor thing yeah, ever yeah. like the, the the first thing was like uh cold pockets or is like oh comedians think comedy has to be offensive we'll explain this <laughs> and they show a photoshop of like the hot pockets box but instead of like filling it's filled with ice and it just says cold pockets and it's just like i i guess that's kind of kind of funny i mean it's not bad it's just kind of there you know, uh, I'm laughing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. My, I'm laughing my freaking ass off over here at the the hot pocket that's not exactly hot. And you know when, what I think it got like really bad is when people are now like martyrs for free speech, and everyone's like uh, a philosopher king over comedy. And I know that we've talked this into the ground, but I think that that's really when it like turned the corner into just being like unbearable because it's it's just another one of those things where it's like people don't even like do like the discussion of like hey you might like this comedian but also you can say something where you can criticize something that they've said yeah a lot of people were doing that with like the dave Chappelle shit where they were like listen i love dave Chappelle. i watched his newest special i thought it was funny i had some problems with what he said people go no 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 you can't have you can't have an opinion it's like, well, yeah. I don't. Isn't his free speech, and I have free speech about his free speech? Aren't we like engaging in a dialogue about this? And people go, no, no, no. You're can't. You're canceling him. And it's like, I enough of that has happened where it's like, I don't even have an opinion. Whatever. Comedy's not funny anymore. It's yeah. not. I don't yeah. like it. It's bad. I will never laugh again. Yeah, I've resorted to reading tomes and scrolls now. Ancient, ancient texts. A cave painting of a dog. Yeah, and I don't get any, and I don't get any like entertainment from it. But I just, I just read it and I absorb it, and I'm like, well, at least it's not comedy, I guess. 
Hey, I don't want to hear you say anything bad about Beowulf again. It's a yeah, we're, we're we're a pro Beowulf podcaster. Don't get me wrong, but there's always these like yeah. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a Twitter post I saw that uh, says comedians, comma. If you're not offending someone, you're not doing comedy right. Mitch Hedberg, comma. I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault, and that's extra scary to me because there's a large out of focus monster roaming the countryside. Listen, I I like Mitch Hedberg just fine. I remember I feel like everybody when I went to high school was like had a Mitch Hedberg CD in their car. Yeah. And was like, we gotta listen to this shit, dude. Yeah. And again, I like, you know, like you mentioned alt comedy. That's more of like the vein that I want to inhabit myself. I don't really, I mean, I know we talk about topical stuff here in the show, occasionally somewhat politically adjacent, but you know, I just like to inhabit this space of, you know, silly for the sake of silly, but also commenting on what's happening around us. But just the idea that like, that's the end of the debate is like, see, that's random, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what else is funny? Like cat videos, but cats aren't aware of the fact that they're funny. They're just kind of stupid. Yeah, that's what's funny. Like, that's not like an auteur didn't create a cat video of like a cat tumbling off of a ladder or whatever, and then landing funny and then looking strange or whatever. It's just like, that's just what it looks like. Yeah, we're laughing at them, not with them, of course. Like, oh, it's a, it's the the highest achievement of humanity is to, to what? Tell a fart joke. Yeah. Now, my punishment, brave. My punishment for this is, uh, God, I wish I had one right now, but I would hold up, I would hold up a spork. That's a corkscrew. That's well, even more random. You know, you're right. This is the corkscrew of doom. Tech corkscrew of doom. And uh, imagine I'm like a little penguin. Done. That's random. That is so <laughs> random. No, like just, you know, like that was we have to go. I, you know, if people want that so bad, that's also the second half of my punishment. If people want random humor so bad, we all get in a time machine and we go back to 2005 where all humor was just like sporks. Cheese, finger, finger spoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, doom, cheese of doom. Every, it was always like blank of doom, something spork of yeah, doom. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know where the hell that came from. Hey, they were they were the original doomers, in my opinion. Honestly, I wish that uh, I wish that uh, Brandon Kirkman's asking if he can leave a message. Uh, no, you can't. Brandon. Yeah, sorry, sorry. cut off. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I love um, Brandon. Well, he's he's with us in spirit. Yeah, <laughs> flushing a toilet. Somewhere. I don't uh, finish finish the thought. No, I just done. I think I'm the done. idea of like someone being like this is comedy. It, yeah, it's always yeah. a turnoff. It can mm-hmm. be the funniest thing. It can be literally like my favorite. Like you said, like Mitch Hedberg or whatever. It's like I love that, or I love like Dimitri Martin or whatever. And it's like you could be like, uh, comedy has to be offensive to be funny. What about this? And I'll hate it because you're telling me that this has to be funny. That's not it's not like spontaneous. That's not like how people perceive comedy as being. It's like you have to have like a little bit of shock, a little bit of surprise. You laying it on out on a silver platter is not going to make me be like, oh, that's real it's like that's not how the art form like works and it also puts it into a small tiny box it's like saying that comedy can only be one thing they're going to be all you could be political you could be absurdist you could be whatever you know topical doesn't matter like it can be a lot of different things and now the argument always ends up being like oh it has to be this one specific kind of comedy because this is what i find funny 
And if you're, if you disagree, uh, you're racist, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't, that's my, that's my take here on Thought Cops. If you don't think Cold Pockets is funny, you're racist. <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. Jonathan, what is your two minutes of pay? What's bugging you, man? Oh, I think, um, I've been getting pissed off at the people who have been like trying to take down Nathan Fielder online. Ah, yes, and yes. Like, I, I just finished the rehearsal today. Don't, um, no, spoil- no spoilers. I yeah, so I haven't seen the last so one good. Yet. And it's yeah. like, it kind of feels like, uh, the best comedy or maybe even entertainment is someone just ruining their life for real and putting it on camera. Yeah. They've been doing that for so long. We've been using TV like that. Yeah. Like Uh me and my girlfriend have been watching a lot of reality shows lately. And it's like, that's just what reality shows are is watching someone just self implode just in front of millions of people and that the idea that people are like oh nathan fielder is like ruining people's lives it's like television is ruining (laughs) people's lives all this fucking junk that we have the tvs the the phones the computers they're all bad we all just use them to destroy people Anyway, continue. Well, and one thing I want to say really quick is we did touch a little bit on the Nathan Fielder discourse, but not much. So I think we have some further ground yeah, to that's explore true, here. That's true. Like the one thing I will say that's like non-spoilery about the rehearsal is that oftentimes the joke is not it's not just on Nathan. It's definitely on everybody, but there's definitely an exploration of like how Nathan might interact with people i mean there was one episode where it like folded in on itself so much where it was almost like basically this is how these shows exploit people and mm-hmm. we're just gonna do it and like oh the hbo cameras are on but that's just kind of strange this this agreement's long well everybody else is signing it yeah, yeah, yeah and so like he does address it in a very in a very smart way while still engaging with it but it's still like well what were you going to say about it Oh, I was going to say, I think it's what I need to do as a comedian to uh, get to the next level and come to Can of Worms um, September <laughs> second Friday. I'm going to be ruining my life real soon, guys. Stay I, tuned. You know, man, I, I want to check that out because I want to I want to be there front row center and see you just totally ruin your life. Every, every re- like the last shred of reputation you have uh-huh, on uh-huh. stage. I mean, folks, doesn't that sound like fun? Don't you want to see somebody just ruin it all like you could stay home and watch 90 day fiance or you could go to the lincoln lodge and see comedians do it every single night live live in front of a not a, not a studio audience but in front of you at home hey I, I have friends who work on 90 day fiance and like those types of reality shows yeah and it's like the producers are like okay you guys you gotta fight about this now like he said this like you gotta like have it and like they're fighting on camera and then it's, yeah. it's like it's all lies but you do see their houses get nicer each season. They're like they keep, so they got yeah. fight. It's a living. <laughs> so what's your what's your punishment? I mean, oh, is it just uh, is it just come to can of worms and then you destroy your life? Yeah, and hopefully yours, and hopefully yours. So come, and I think that's only fair because if the comedians on stage, you know, ruining their life, someone in the audience could perhaps do the same. You know, a little crowd work. It's aspirational. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. It's called give and take, you know, it can't be one way or the other. But yeah, I think that a lot of entertainment does come from like the realness. And like you said, the rehearsal really Mm -hmm. captures that so well. And all the discourse around Nathan Fielder being manipulative. That's kind of why it's funny. But it's also the show is very aware of it. Just those shots because he's got that like strap laptop around Mm -hmm. his back and just the shots of him like orchestrating some insane shit. And the camera just slowly like zooming in on him. It's like we are meant to think this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, 
Speaking of uh, fucking crazy, Grant, you look like you're going loco over there. Um, my two minutes. Did we ever talk sort of a little more in depth with what's happening with the Jake Novak situation? The discourse around uh, that, because I feel like yeah. that's been bugging me and I never really talked about that too much. We might have like talked a little bit about it maybe when luke was on last time yeah but and i feel when, like and when mads was on and also probably with yeah Ian maybe was that's on. not a good thing i feel like uh this will be the sixth time we've in mentioned a similar him. sense like there's been this whole like bullying discourse where people are like we're we're all bullying him and actually he's very funny and it's like that's kind of been <laughs> pissing me off lately but if we talked about it enough then i don't need to go there uh, where I will go is I don't. Did you say you were going to do this one, or is this that's up yours? For grabs. Man. All right. Yeah. Uh, my two minutes of hate is single use apps. Mm-hmm. You download an app because someone says, "Hey, uh, you can't do this unless you have an app." Waiting and in line for like a restaurant. Restaurants are big ones. Yeah. Um, there's there's an uh, a restaurant just a couple blocks away where. You you go there and they don't have regular menus anymore. You scan the thing for a menu and instead of bringing it, bringing you to a web page, brings you to an app that you have to download so that you see the menu. So you know, I can't order food. I'm out on the no. street starving unless I go to the Play Store and download your oh, app. That, that is so fucked up because like usually restaurants will have you just scan the QR yeah, code yeah. and it opens like the menu. Actually, when uh, when Zwick like was you here. You can't even like go to their website and look up the menu because if you go to the website and look up the menu, it makes you download the app. When, when uh, me and Zwick went out for food when he was here and he was like, we got like, oh, yeah, I just. He's like, oh, where's a menu? I'm like, oh, you just scanned it on your phone. Then he just was like, oh, and he pulls out his flip phone. And it's like, dude, you Jesus. got, you got, my dude, you got to upgrade. <laughs> you got to upgrade. My brother in Christ. Um, yeah, that's, that's annoying. But also, uh, yeah, like it's not only restaurants, but I think restaurants are big in this regard. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a lot of things where it's just like, oh, download. And it's like you sit there and you have this app on your phone and it's taking up space and it's just looking at you and you never use it. And it's just like, why? And then what happens is usually you delete it. Mm hmm. And then you go back to that restaurant. You have to re-download it again. <laughs> you go back to Legoland and they're like, where the fuck is your app, dude? <laughs> yeah, seriously, Did man. Did you forget your username? Like, yes, I don't oh my go God. here all the time. That's the worst where it's like you have to like, oh, I forgot my password. You got to go through a whole thing because you want to order a fucking hot dog. Assuming that's the kind of restaurant you went to that would make you Just download like, that. Yeah, w- whatever. Like, it can be anything, but yeah. It's I, like, just take my phone number and then just sell it to a third party marketing company. Yeah. Like, just give me spam. That was the trade off. I'm fine with the trade off. And I love when you download these apps, too. There's like a notification that comes up where it's like, may we please track your location? And it's like, you are already. <laughs> Does it matter what I say? Does it really? If I say no, you'll go away. I, I want to say, too, I remember... um. Like I, I use my old job. There was like a Seven Eleven next door, basically, and I would go there a lot. So I downloaded the Seven Eleven app because you know you, you get the points, you get a free fucking taquito or something, right? And I remember I was, uh, it was at the live show we did with the Stereos and Sarancha back in like 2019. Yeah, uh, the very first Thought Cops live show. That was six years ago. Holy crap! Lois. We haven't had them on in six years. Wow. And I remember I was like scrolling my phone to like find a note for the show. And then in front of a, a sold out audience, Asterios goes, wait, wait, 
Kevin, can I see your phone? And I'm like, uh, sure. He's like, you have the 7-Eleven app? <laughs> okay, Sirius also claimed to have bought Pinkerton, the Weezer album, on, on iTunes, iTunes yeah. to get a rise out of us, and then later admitted that it was a lie. <laughs> so I really Why don't have any have words to? for Asterios. Like, we, we did a live show. Judging you for having the 7-Eleven app, trying to get your points so that you can get a free taquito. We were we were on the loudest podcast recently uh, doing like an album review of Weezer's Pinkerton, yeah. and Asterios the host of that show he had this whole bit leading up to it where like you know he's like oh i'm pushing 40 and i'm downloading the new weezer app on itunes and like well we're like why are you paying for the album on itunes this episode was like what two months ago he had like a whole reason behind it he was like oh because kids nowadays they don't value purchasing things and we're like yeah whatever man <laughs> well, then, like five care. days ago he comes clean and he's like Guys, I lied. Like, <laughs> nobody like, cares. It doesn't matter. Like, but to be fair, to be fair, it was a very funny bit, and I, I got to commend the right, right, dedication to it. Not, not it was offensive, give... and that's how you know that it was real comedy. Seriously, I was I triggered. I was offended. That is so Nathan Field. Seriously, look, next level. He man- You're right. He manipulated us. The puppet master. Yeah. We should cancel Asterios for manipulating us like that. We, he made us think that was the truth. Right. Anyway, one-time apps... Come on. Yeah, I think that's the punishment. Just come on. Come on. Come on. Seriously. Make me use it more than once. Find a way. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're smart guys. Yeah. Ma- make it a social media thing. Like, what? I don't, well, like, I'm not going to ask you the restaurant. I don't, don't want to dox him. Let's just say it was like the well, hot, hot or, dog stand. You can communicate with other hot dog stand users. Or even it's like, uh, like, like, uh, airplane apps, like, uh, like, what, what do you call it? Like, uh, airline apps mm. are the same thing because it's like, well, if I'm not flying that often, I'm going to download the Southwest app. I'm going to use it once so that I have my ticket in my hand instead yeah. of having a printout. Sure. And then I'm just going to, what, have it on my phone for another year or two until I get on an airplane again? It's like, I'm going to delete it. And then they're going to be like, uh, we we sent your, your ticket to your app. Why, why don't you have it? And it's like, because I don't use an app once a year. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're lost to board because you don't have the app, dumbass. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Hey, that's on me. You know, I did delete the app. Everybody here has still has the app. I deleted it because I needed space on my phone because I'm not going on the fucking Southwest Airlines app in my free time. Because that's that's everything is every every company and every whatever venture wants you to have an app for them. Yeah. Even to the point where it's like I've gone to clothing websites where it's like, oh, hey, uh, you're buying a lot of shirts from Uniqlo. Download the Uniqlo app and you download the Uniqlo app and it's the same as the website. It's you can the, just yeah. pull up the website. It looks the exact same. It's like, why do I need an app for this? Like, oh, because you get rewards. And it's like, but I don't need like, I don't care. Just charge me 15% more. I don't need it. I don't need the oh fucking headache. I don't need all this information in front of my eyeballs at all times. <sighs> I get that whatever. There's like a trade off with like, oh, the people that have the app like shop at your shit 80% more or whatever. It's like, fine. I I don't care. I don't need more apps. I will use it once to order one thing. I will never use it again. We need to make a Thought Cops app. You can listen to all the episodes on the app. And then some people are probably thinking, like, scratching their heads, like, wait, can I not just listen to this on Spotify or watch the episodes at youtube.com slash Thought Cops? And I say, sure. You could, 
But if you listen to them on the app, you get points. And which you, can, get, and you yeah. get to listen to the Lost Jonathan Dunn episode, which will get <laughs> buried because I'm... <laughs> there was a lost in, lost in a, a horrible fire. Right. Uh, and also, if you, if, you, if you do stack up points, you can redeem them for uh, Zwick bucks, which can be used to purchase stores and are uh, not purchase stores. That's what we need. Um, you can purchase stores. <laughs> you can buy a Coles if you want or a Target. Or you can buy shirts at teespring.com slash thought cops or whatever the hell the URL is. That's what we need for this show is uh, we need mad bucks. But uh, without without further ado, did I punish it? Just come uh, on. I don't, yeah, I don't that need was your app. For you. I don't come care. on. Come on. Seriously? Come on. But yeah, let us move on to the main, uh, the main segment of the show. The uh, meat and potatoes, as it were. Uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, if this is your first time here, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence perpetrators to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. So I want to get to a story here that actually, this has been in, it's been happening for maybe a, a, a month or so, a few weeks, and it's something I've been wanting to talk about on the show. I never had a chance. I'm going to do it today. So Great. apparently... Netflix is letting, allegedly letting people edit their shows after the fact. Have you heard about this, Jonathan? No. So apparently this started with Stranger Things. Now, apparently there was a couple scenes of Stranger Things that fans noticed were different. They were like redubbed differently. Your scenes were cut differently. Han didn't shoot first or something. (laughs) No, Jar Jar exists in the old ones. I don't know. He had a British accent instead of Rasta. Well, it's it's, it's funny you mentioned that, Grant, because also, yeah, they probably would do that now. That's like the comparison. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because like, okay, these motherfuckers are really out here being called the Duffer Brothers. The Duffer Brothers. Is, it, is that their name? Yeah, the people who created Stranger Things. It's yeah. like the Duffer Brothers. Sure, that's their name. It just sounds, it sounds like it sounds like a, a fake comedy sketch name, you know? But that's their name. I know, but it's just silly. Do you want them to change their name? I would like yeah. that, yeah. So yeah. it does maybe something a little more professional mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. No, but these uh they they d- and the Duffer sister. <laughs> yeah. They live in the Warner Brothers Tower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or this no, I guess the Netflix Tower these days, the way things are going. Uh, whatever that means. But so they, uh, they claim that, okay. So it's kind of weird because they, they admit to certain things. I guess they redubbed one of the, so one of the characters, like there's some kind of inconsistency where one of the characters birthdays was incorrect from season to season. I've only seen season one of stranger things. I know Grant, I think you're up yeah, to date on it. All of them, yeah. Do you watch uh stranger things? So season, I think it's a little two seasons, two seasons. Okay. So, Apparently, there was a character in the show whose birthday got retconned or wasn't consistent, and then they went back and changed it. Like they overdubbed some character oh. saying it, to which the the Duffer brothers said that they were George Lucasing it. You know, which of course uh. George Lucas uh, infamously went back and the original Star Wars movies added a bunch of which, uh, I get that gobbledygook because CGI. There's, there's certain things where we look for that. In media, like I think the most famous example is like Blade Runner, where it's like, yeah, they made Blade Runner better because the director went in and changed a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And we like that. But at least they're honest about it. It's Blade Runner, the director's cut. Right. This is just Stranger Things point blank. You know, this is just the Stranger Things you can click on and watch. So apparently there it's not just that, though. I guess there was a couple scenes where uh, one of the characters was, I guess, like. Uh, spying on someone changing and like taking pictures or something like that 
And I guess that scene was removed or altered or changed in some way. And the Duffer brothers say that we, they, they insist that nothing was changed. They were like, we didn't do anything. Yeah, that's not something. I don't know if you can do that. However, however, there is a lot of evidence. I guess people on Twitter and TikTok are posting. They were able to get the original clip from the show. Right, right. And post it side by side. And like numerous people were showing the back to back where it was changed. They were like, it was straight up not the same scene anymore. I that's I vaguely remember that there was like a weird there was like a weird thing with that scene in particular because it was like, oh, he was doing something, but it was like he wasn't doing it with like ill intent or something like that. But then they saw him and assumed that he was or something like that. And there was yeah. like a kerfuffle over it. Like, was that the first vaguely, season? That was season one. Yeah. OK, because I was going to say I vaguely oh. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess that, you know, they claim or they insist that they did not change anything. I mean, maybe maybe they didn't, but Netflix did. I don't know. But I guess something was changed because there's like side by sides of scenes and whatever. And they're not they're not like blatantly changed or anything like that. But they are noticeable to people who are big fans of the show or whatever. And obviously, this sets a precedent where it's like, okay, what's next? You know, what are you know, it's like. That also, I feel like that also creates tonal inconsistencies because everything that like all these characters go through is based on what happened before. Based sort on of the thing. one peeping Tom scene. Yeah. And it's like you can't have like these changing evolutions of like storytelling. It's like without, a butterfly effect, but for movies. Yeah, exactly. It's like you take that out and all of a sudden it's like, well, why do these two characters like have this affinity for each other when this initial thing didn't happen? Yeah. You yeah. know, like. Not to be too whatever, but it's like I'm a big no, be, fan. Be whatever. Of, be whatever. I'm a big fan of like you just leave things in because they serve the purpose that they were initially trying to serve and you reconcile with that. Like also the idea that like all these characters have to be like good people is something yeah. that like astounds me. It's like I get that it's like whatever. Uh, Stranger Things is like a children's show or whatever. Right. But like there's so many other TV shows and media and movies and stuff like that where people are like, uh, why did this person do this bad thing? Why did they say this slur? Why did they? And it's just like, yeah, because I, like there's bad people. Like, I don't know. Like every once in a while when there's someone that does something that's out of line, that's like what reality is like. Not everyone has to be like this sympathetic, like everything that they do is good sort of thing. It's like you can have weirdos in a ch- yeah, show uh-huh. about weird fucking aliens. You don't become the boss baby by being a nice baby. You know what I mean, guys? For yeah. real. And get ready for the 2024 cut of Breaking Bad where Walt doesn't break bad. Everything's Breaking just, good. It's actually a lot shorter. He just starts to GoFundMe and it's like doesn't really work out. <laughs> yeah. Walt Jr.'s GoFundMe actually fixes everything. Yeah. Let's not forget when uh when Walt uh kidnapped his daughter. It's like, yeah, he's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so let's not forget when uh he, he The argument the argument people are making about this is like, well, okay, they can update video games, but they can't update movies. And it's like they're two different things, but also not really. Like, I will say, I this is like a super esoteric, but I remember when the most recent Super Smash Brothers game came out, there was like a day one patch, and it was for yeah. one reason. It was because, I guess, Mr. Game & Watch, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of his moves, he was like using, like he's setting something on fire. And in the, like, I guess in the original Game & Wa- Game Watch game that was from, was like from the fucking early 80s, right. he had like a uh, Native American headdress on. 
So they had to like day one patch that out. So if you have a copy of Super Smash Brothers Brawl or not Brawl uh, Ultimate, and you're playing the raw version of it, you'll have the uncut Mister Game and Watch character in that. The uh, Mister uh, before he went woke. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, okay, for video games, mostly for the most part, it's not content edits. You know, it's mostly like, okay, we're gonna nerf Diddy Kong. We're gonna make Snake's side B move a little better. Well, and even still, that's like a relatively new thing that yeah, only yeah. is now because of the internet. Because before, it was just like. Here's your video game. Oh, you there's a glitch where you can walk through a wall. Oh, cool. Uh, have at it. But what are the what's next? We're gonna be like like, like HBO Max is like updating Sopranos. We have like a, a nerfed Tony Soprano now. Yeah, he's actually we realized he uh, Tony was a little OP, so we're gonna nerf him. Uh Paulie Walnuts is a little bit stronger stronger now, but you know, I basically, like, it's I don't like show. how Tony Soprano uh, uses all these racial slurs. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the man that kills people for a living. You don't like him saying a, a word. Yeah, I, I stood by the murders, but the 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 racism and the, the sexism, the, the sexism, homophobia. the cheating on his it's, wife. It's a bit much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously, the character's a bit much. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he was mostly killing straight white men. So I think that's, okay. actually, that's fair. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, Tony's woke. No, so again, I, I they're not really content edits for video games for the most part. It's just you know we're just adjusting this. But now it's like I, I guess that people can change things on Netflix and. Okay, at the end of the day, it's somebody's, you know, the Duffer brothers, if that is their real names. I'm still not convinced. And the Duffer sister. The Duffer brother, yeah. They're in their Netflix Warner Brothers Tower, and they're on their computers tinkering with old episodes of Stranger Things. They have baloney in their goddamn slacks, Kevin. <laughs> That's the problem. Seriously. So I think that these people, you know, it's like, okay. You know, the Duffer Brothers or George Lucas or or whoever, at the end of the day, it's their decision, you know? Oh, Cashew actually posted another thing here. Uh, I forgot that Steve from Minecraft looked like he was jerking off when they first added him. Oh, yeah. He was eating a piece of, like, he's holding a piece of meat in front of his pants. Anyway, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, very perverted game, actually. Uh, Very, very unwoke. But they, like... If it's somebody's creation and they want to change it, like who are we to say no? I guess uh, you can criticize it though, like George. Which like, we are, we'll George here Lucas. Bitch. After the VHS tapes of the original three Star Wars movie, they should have just left it. Instead, yeah. he's like, "Hey, we got to put new Anakin in. We got to put Hayden Christensen in the movie. Like, we have to put the Gungans in the fucking movie. It's just like, just leave yeah. it. You don't have to do this. It's, this is not adding anything. Like, I get that yeah, it's yeah. world building, but just leave those alone. Like, it's funny because like people like if you ever like look for the Star Wars movies and like there's multiple different versions of the like the original trilogy that have been published and released over the years." Apparently, like the definitive version was the videotapes yeah, release. Yeah, that's the best version people have. And anything on DVD, anything on Blu-ray, right, is considered less than. So mm-hmm. people are like torrenting and pirating the fucking VHS version of these yeah. movies because George Lucas, you know, again, it's his thing, but he changed it all to be, you know, all or these. Again, that's that's a good like example of like what I'm talking about is like in the original one, Han shot Greedo first and yeah. everyone's like, yeah, because he's a bad guy because this is supposed to show you he doesn't fuck around. He's like a smuggler. He's a killer. He's a bad guy. And they went, well, but people like him and he's a good guy. And it's like people can like a bad guy. 
It's fine. But they said, oh, no, well, he's a good guy because he redeems himself in the end. So he can't shoot first. The good guy wouldn't shoot first. And it's like, I I don't you just like you're making the movie like bad. You're making it yeah. like baby I, I, shit. I don't know of anybody who is like, oh, I actually prefer the uh, all the you know, all the charming, you know, they they all those like old charming, like like uh, practical right, right. effects and everything. I don't know. anybody. The Jim Henson worked on yeah, like you're yeah. erasing the history of Jim Henson. But Fuck I, you. I don't know anybody who prefers the updated version. You know, it don't look good. I don't know. Jonathan, what about you? What do you think? CGI or practical effects? Hmm. I don't really know. I think it's, I think, yeah, leave it. It's like you, that's how you want to do it. The start. I think you can like, I think, I think it's cool to release it as like a updated, like a director's cut instead of like a, yeah. If you call uh, it that. Yeah. Yeah. But like in changing the original one as like you originally intended, like with Blade Runner, it's like, yeah, Ridley Scott, I think wanted to make it the way that way. And like it got changed and that's why it was so bad when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but keep the old version, you know, like I think people like it and it, yeah, though that's a good point because people like if you can at least see or access the old version. Yeah, there it is. But for sure. Netflix, for Netflix, you know, and the, any of these streaming services who may do this, but if there's a new precedent in place, like good luck finding yeah the old one. If you, hey, I I prefer the peeping Tom cut. No, I can't get that. It's probably good for the business if they just create like a updated version too, because people like fans of the show will watch the whole thing again. And Netflix, I think, wants people to just like eyes on. <laughs> This stuff. So. Probably at this point, I'm yeah. willing to believe. I, that. I have a punishment for this: is anytime they do an update, they just have to release patch notes. <laughs> you know, like uh, right. less peeping Tom here. Will's birthday is corrected. You know, there's a whole list you can go through where it's like, okay, we're changing it, but you can view a list of all the changes that we've made. Or better yet, like you know, all, all a lot of those old Looney Tunes cartoons and stuff, and all those old whatever from like the 40s and 50s and such. They're releasing them on these streaming platforms, and instead of uh, yeah, yeah, editing them, they'll have a, a a message at the beginning that says, you know, okay, this is a very old piece of media. Times have changed. We don't necessarily stand by everything that's presented in this cartoon. Uh, we do think that Tom was a little bit abusive to Jerry, but you know, things have changed <laughs> over time. So this is exactly how it was presented as in its original format. Here you go. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, at the forefront acknowledging yeah. that, you know? Well, and a, a lot of, like, uh, I I believe it's the case for, like, a lot of, like, race relations scholars to, like, be against the idea of, like, deleting things as revisionism because mm. they want people to see, like, hey, this is representative of, like, you can't just sweep it under the rug and pretend it doesn't exist, like... If people can see these things and view them through a critical lens, they will understand more about like race relations in the United States or like, yeah. you know, when it comes to like other forms of bigotry and stuff like that. It's like if you keep that in there and maybe do like a like you said, like a some sort of like a warning at the front or something like that, like warning. People- <laughs> Warning: Ken Jong is dressed as a dark elf, but he right, is a winked right. blackface, and <laughs> it's also that's like uh, funny. And it's whatever, fine. Like I, yeah. I feel like anyone who has a problem with that is like kind of a moron. But like, well, and like people that like study these types of things at like for a living, like us, disagree with you. Like people that do actual like like journalistic work and that type of stuff, or people who like put work into studies 
revolving around media consumption and stuff like that say like do not just like delete an entire episode because then people can't like contextualize it all you did was like you made your money putting this out and it was despicable at the time that you put it out but now you're pretending that you didn't do it and that's not like fair to people that are trying to like critically consume media speaking know? of despicable let's move on to our next topic we'll do one more story here let's talk wanna, about let's talk about uh andrew tate uh, i i kind of wanted to do this one but uh that's I, we can I do been following but i've seen it a lot on twitter well, i also haven't been following i would say let's just why. talk about it a little bit when right. we can just skim past it really quick but like andrew tate i to be it's honest it's been a blip on our radar that we haven't covered on the show at all i had no idea who this was until mads mentioned it on the show I'm like, yeah, yeah i thought it was like so, I, I don't know but then i was like oh i guess this is some sort of uh whatever and i've now, seen him a lot on everywhere. tiktok yeah yeah so what, he's like a, a, a mma guy or something he's like an mma or a kickboxer guy or something like that he's a guy that gets hit in the head for a living that's oh, giving so we, young men advice we should all listen to the man who has uh probably several counts of cde yeah um, yeah we should listen to the man who's uh, one day going to Chris Benoit. His entire- no, I'm kidding. Uh, listen, I've been hit in the head a lot of times, too, but like nobody listens to me. They're here to laugh at me. That's true. Um, yeah. I think the thing that I saw the most with him, and again, I'm not seeking this out. Usually, Andrew Tate would pop up on like TikTok or something, and I'd be like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to see this. I don't care. I don't sure. need to see it. This is annoying. I get that this is happening. And again, for a, we do a show about this type of stuff. You would think it's important, but I can only take so much. You know, yeah, I've already gone through the rounds of who is Jordan Peterson, who's Ben Shapiro, who the fuck is Steven Crowder. I know all those people. I don't want to know them. I see Andrew Tate pop up. I'm like, not another guy. I, I don't need lesson. another guy. Uh, but the, the most famous example is I saw videos of him, I guess, debating Hassan Piker, uh, <laughs> who, if you don't know, I famously must, dressed like him. Must see TV, right? He was debating Hassan Piker and Hassan Piker was like, well... You know, you're saying these things like, oh, women are worse drivers than men, but there's like studies that show that they're not. And he was like, well, I don't care about those studies. You're listening to people tell you what to think. I'm saying in my personal experience that it's the opposite. And he's like, well, that's not how like empirical evidence works. And he's like, listen, I'm a man. I'm smart. And it's just like, okay, I I don't need any more from this guy. Ever yeah. Again well, good thing, Grant, because life. he got banned from all social media. Bye bye. All social Whoa. media. Bye bye. Uh Meta, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, he got banned from Meta. That's deleted sucks. him. I Was believe TikTok has also gotten rid of him. They said misogyny is a hateful ideology that's not tolerated on TikTok. Uh, his TikTok seen TikTok lately. Um, so uh, he got banned. Jonathan, did you notice your follower count go down by one when this happened? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man, when you get the CCP involved, you know it's bad news. So he's gone. Uh, good ratings, I suppose. So I don't know what else is there to say. That's it. All right. I didn't want to talk about it because of the- <laughs> I feel like we have to mention it, right? I guess. I mean, you put it on the dock, and I was like, "Well, we have time to fill." I guess. Well, I kind of I wanted to talk a little bit more. Speaking of like revisionist well, let's, history, let's punish. Let's punish Andrew. Yeah, Tate. yeah. Uh, we all get to punch him in the head. You know, since he likes getting punched in the head so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. I think he needs the opposite of that. I think he probably needs some sort of uh, a neurosurgeon or oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brain surgery or or a nice hug. A nice hug. Yeah. You can't hug him. That's that's gay, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Two men hugging, dude. That's 
toxic. We're gonna listen to this guy in Manti Teo documentaries just out about him saying he had a fake kid, like he believed his girlfriend was. Remember that? What was that? Manti Teo, the not the Notre Dame quarterback who like I don't even know how to spell that. He got like he got like catfished, and then like he believed his girlfriend was. Uh, he had like a fake girlfriend, and then he like killed himself. Jesus. The documentary is on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to. And I like uh, Grant has been trying to type in the name to find it. He, <laughs> I only he typed it, it in one. And then a picture of dumplings came up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Manta. Manta's good. You guys eat yet? Um, but, well, um, yeah, or I, like I Adrian Hernandez. No, Notre or, Dame. Yeah, Adrian. Uh, Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez. Adrian Hernandez. Adrian Hernandez. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man, like Notre Dame QB suicide. You can look up. Okay. That's I a, won't. But, <laughs> a little, little easier to Google, but let's run through this last story really quick. So cancel culture 50 years ago. It wow. strikes the, the liberals in Hollywood uh, viciously attacked a, uh, a native American woman. Uh, if y'all remember 50 years ago, Marlon Brando won a Oscar for uh, liberal Marlon Brando won an Oscar er, for, go, for going like this. He won an Oscar for that. Was it for Apocalypse Now? Sure. (laughs) Any of them, yeah, right. Uh, For The Godfather. And instead of getting the Oscar, he sent a Native American woman, um, Sasheen Littlefeather, up in his stead to walk up on stage and say, uh, Marlon Brando... uh, uh, denies like his, his Oscar, like he's not going to take the Oscar. And also, uh, he sent me on stage to ask Hollywood to treat native Americans better. Okay. And she was horrifically like booed on stage. Yeah. Marlon Brando goaded with the sauce. Apparently, uh, John Wayne had like stormed the stage in an effort to attack her. Did he slap her? No, he didn't because he didn't get up on stage, but he like went up there to like knock her lights out. Keep my man's name out of your mouth. Yeah. Um, Which is it's interesting because, Kevin, you've said on the show before that your uncle once tackled. Oh, my God. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. So I uh, uh, when I was younger, we had an uncle who lived with us and he loved cowboy movies uh, and he was a. for all intents and purposes, a recovering alcoholic. And he lived in our basement and he loved cowboy movies. And he had this uh, John Wayne cutout with this life-size John Wayne standee. Yeah, uh-huh. And he, he put it up in our living room. And we, I guess we just let that stay there. And I would have friends come over. They're like, what's with the fucking cowboy, you know? And one night, you know, he was out, you know, and he comes home late at night. You know, I'm in bed. It's a school night. And I hear a thud. And he comes in. Because he saw this quote-unquote shadowy figure. Oh, no. And it was the John Wayne standee, and he, like, split it in half. Like, he tackled it to the wall, thinking it was a home intruder. And keep in mind, again, sober at this point, completely sober. And we're just like... Like, uh, how, how do you process? Justice for Session Littlefeather. <laughs> <do you> pro- <laughs> yes. <laughs> go on. Yes. Go on. So a apparently, <laughs> yeah, I guess in in uh, in the stead of the Will Smith and Chris Rock debacle where uh, the Academy said, hey, Will Smith, you can't treat one of our presenters like that. Mm-hmm. Someone said, 
hey, there was like 50 years ago, there was this Native American woman that like nearly got her lights knocked out by John Wayne for saying, hey, maybe don't treat us. So she was like, hey, stop being mean to Native Americans. And everyone said, no, we need to be mean to Native Americans. How dare you? Well, it was I like it. the most offensive thing that anyone had done at that point in history. Well, to be fair, to be fair, John Wayne, you know, famously played, you know, cowboys and such. And they, of course, we all know about cowboys and Indians. Mm. Didn't he also play like uh, like Chinese people and stuff like that, too? Sure. That's I'm not, sure. I'm sure. Not a great guy. But no, he he, you know, we all know about that old game, Cowboys and Indians. He might have got triggered by seeing, you know. I, th- he, I think he was triggered, yes. He was, <laughs> because he was doing Jared Leto method acting. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, you know what? I'm sorry for doing that, but at least I didn't mail a used condom to you. <laughs> so the like, Academy finally apologized after 50 years. Oh, um, okay. 50 years of cancel culture. Uh, Sashin Littlefeather is now 75. She said, regarding the Academy's apology to me, we Indians are very patient people. It's only been 50 years. Only 50 years. Imagine if it took Will Smith 50 years to apologize to Chris Rock. It took him like five weeks. Well, he's a Scientologist and he's going to live to about a billion. Um, So he has plenty of time. Did anyone see Will Smith's apology? No, the video I, of his. No, apology. I figured we talk about it on the show. We never did. Maybe Whatever. next week. It's it's Who almost cares? like he has like a uh, like a gun behind his head, <laughs> like the way that he's like talking and read. Like it sounds you like he's reading see it there. Yeah, just he's sort of like, like background. Have you apologized to Chris Rock? I'm gonna tell you this. Chris and I, it's just like, why are you talking like, like, it's like that scene from King of Comedy where he does have a gun to his head and the other person's like holding the cue cards and like changing them out, like what to say. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a Chris Rock stand. And the God Chris Rock him. stand. Uh, so yeah, um, I guess my punishment to uh, the Oscars, the Academy is, uh, you know, quit, quit being so, so woke li- liberals mm-hmm. uh, to quit, yeah. quit canceling yeah. uh, people. I don't, the, uh, we, we the metaphor the metaphor has gotten a little bit muddled. <laughs> Lord knows we tried. Uh, but let's move on to our key to the city. Something nice, something fresh, something swell after all that swill. Uh, my key to the city this week goes to a comic that somebody, uh, Serial Law Obeyer, posted in our Discord server called Twitter Cops. Now, this is funny because it's just uh, very, again, very spot on comic about people who are twitter cops and uh yeah it's a, a comic by an artist dan uh Shkadi. Shkadi. and it's very funny because it's like if, if you check i would highly recommend checking out the comic uh he did a lot of them i want to put some of these like on the screen but there is like he did a whole last thread there's what four and then each each um, post has like two or three or four different comics on it. Mm-hmm. So, so if you you're, in the, you're if you see this comic, you're going to be like, that looks familiar because it does. People are trying to figure out what the hell's happening on Twitter, man, just like us, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, my my key to the city goes to and Dan Scotty S C H K A D E. Check him out. Uh, Jonathan, what is your key to the city? I see you mad, madly checking. He's just uh, he's just googling uh, the word "good things" <laughs> in Google. Good stuff, puppies. Good. Um, stuff. So, so yesterday I was at this wedding at the Oak Brook 
in Oak Brook. Are you guys Chicago guys? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah so Oak, uh, Hyatt Lodge Oak Brook. And um, it, I found out that it used to be the headquarters for McDonald's. It did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like it was just like there was like McDonald's stuff everywhere and i was just having a treat there's like this doorknob with a big m oh that's nice and like the toilets were clearly mcdonald's it was all all maccas and do they have the ronald mcdonald statue on the bench you can sit next to where he's got his arm out <laughs> no like this. they took all that out but it was like damn they had, it they had all this like all the art was like mcdonald's like very like a like a girl with a pearl earring but she has like a fries and shit ah and like when they were cooking it smelled like mcdonald's and um you said it was always a wedding you were at yeah yeah and I feel like and they serve McDonald's. At I, was, the I wish the food was not good, and I wish it was a, a quarter pounder or something. You know, that's that's how you know it's bad when you wish you were eating McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, no. there's so many weddings where I feel like you go to it, and it's like, uh, honestly, McDonald's might have been better. Yeah, especially you're like drinking at weddings. You're yeah. just like hammered. You're like, what would go good now is like just Th- think dude, about like when Donald Trump ordered like a hundred. <laughs> Yeah, for the NFL, for the uh, Super yeah. Bowl, we all made fun of him for that picture of him with his arms out and he's got all the burgers and shit around him. <laughs> he was based, you yeah. know, uh-huh. in that moment. We he's all red pilled. We all we red all mocked and him. yellow pill. We all mocked him, but then we go to these weddings now and we're reminded of McDonald's. And we think to ourselves, God, I wish I could be eating a fucking 60 piece right. chicken McNuggets right now. The McDonald's headquarters have actually moved to Chicago. Westtown, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, it's uh, Hamburger University, folks. Look it up. You can go there. And they have the international menu. And you can order different uh, different items from all around the world. And I actually have a quick anecdote about this because I have I, another quick anecdote. I went I went to this place recently because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. as I've said on the show, I am unemployed. I have a lot of time on my hands and I'm not looking for work or doing freelance work for hard drive. But I I there was a uh, uh, a writer, uh, Simpsons writer, Bill Oakley posted on Twitter. He does a lot of uh, f- fast food reviews and stuff like that. And he posted, he's like, if anybody in Chicago can go to the International McDonald's and try the ghost pepper McChicken, you know, please let me know how it is. And I'm sitting around, you know, well, I guess I might as well get out of bed today and stop being depressed. I'll go to the, I'll, I'll do, I'll run an errand for a Simpsons writer. And I go, I go to this place and they have all kinds of crazy stuff on the menu. It's, it's like the international menu. It's constantly changing. I got, uh, they had these fries from China. They had like cheese sauce and barbecue sauce Ooh. on them, and they were fucking delicious. Like imagine McDonald's fries with cheese sauce and barbecue sauce. You, you eat them with a fork and knife, like a like a like a fucking sir. <laughs> and then um, I ordered I ordered the ghost pepper McChicken, and I filmed a little video for Bill, you know, showing like, hey, here's my thing. And silly me, I didn't even realize this because I'm, I'm like, this isn't very spicy because I'm not used to you know fast food that is spicy. Uh-huh is never spicy. And I mean, I don't know that like Popeye's chick, spicy chicken sandwich is like pretty. You think so? I think so. I, I think because I would usually get two of them. And by the second one, I was like, I should have probably gotten one. Ah, uh, yeah. So that, but you have to really, it was just the, the, uh, yeah, the duration was maybe too long. So I, I, I filmed a little funny video about it, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, this, this isn't very spicy. And then I didn't even realize until I got home and somebody commented on it. They said, that's a hamburger, not a chicken sandwich. And I'm like, 
Oh my god, they gave me the wrong item and I <laughs> didn't, didn't even realize. I didn't you realize were so excited it. to be making the video. I didn't realize it until I got home and somebody commented on it. And I'm like, they gave me the wrong item. And then for a bit there, I was like, I'm gonna go back there. I'm gonna show them the video and say, Hey, you guys gave me the wrong item. Right. Can I please try the chicken sandwich? But then I'm like, Do I really need to go fucking back? And I'm like, hey, I took a, a video of myself eating your food and it was wrong. Uh, <laughs> for real. No, for like even here's like, me enjoying it. Like Bill Oakley, like watched the video and retweeted oh, it no. and he was like this sandwich is a disappointment yada 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 but it was like I even took a picture of this thing and only one person saw it and was like that is a hamburger <laughs> so is is that more embarrassing or was the Elon Musk thing more embarrassing this was worse this That's was fair. worse what happened to Elon Musk uh, That's a whole it's, 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 right it's a germ I've beaten on the show many times uh, but yeah, something happened. Basically, uh, uh, my quick story was just that I made a video about Hamburger University. I did one of those dudes from Chicago will be like, oh, I go to school in Chicago and then they go to Hamburger University. <laughs> and I got so many comments where people are like, um, actually, uh, that's where the managers from all over the world go to train. And yeah. actually, it's very yeah. prestigious. Yeah. So you Shut having up. your smarmy little Chicago sarcasm about this isn't that cool? And it's like, yes, it's a joke. It's called Hamburger University. <laughs> it sounds stupid. I it didn't sounds know. Silly. I didn't know that was real for a long time because one of my yeah. all time favorite movies when I was growing up was a movie called Saving Silverman. And there was a point in the movie where uh, Jack Black's character, he, they, you know, they, they tie up this their friends, you know, fiance they don't like right. and kidnap her because they don't they don't want them to get married. And then, you know, she's like, where did you even go to college? And he's like, SU. Oh, Stanford University. He's like, uh, Subway University. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest right, lines. Right, right. One of the funniest lines in any movie ever. And apparently that's basically real. Yeah. Hamburger University. Hamburger and it, it probably yeah. says that outside the building. So Jonathan, it does. It does. Yeah. Did the wedding you went to, did they have that? Was it, was the Hamburger University still on? No, the, no. Probably displayed. But like all of those, like the, the toilets like felt like McDonald's and like all the, I don't know, just like the doors and shit. And like wait, 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 hold on, hold design. on, hold on. Jonathan, what do, you, what do you mean the toilets felt like McDonald's? It was like the color scheme was the same as like a McDonald's and okay, like the tile so and... Like the, the, the seat was like... It, tasted, the toilet, it, it was sort the of like... It tasted like nuggets, you know? Okay, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. You can still kind of, yeah. It was like colored like uh, ketchup red and mustard yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a Ronald McDonald like hugging you. <laughs> hugging you. From the toilet His seat. mouth was open you to piss <laughs> Actually, no, Ronald McDonald's mouth is the toilet <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this, is where, this is where the execs get to piss. Yeah. Oh, uh, my hat to you. Yeah, this is where uh, Ray Kroc used to take his dumps, actually, inside the clown's mouth. I mean, it was started in Chicago, so. Yeah. Or Illinois. I don't know if it was well, exactly like, Chicago the, proper, but I think like that's where it really. Expanded. Wait, no, it was. It was California. But then, like, no, Chicago, I don't think it was. No, I think guys, the I, original I, 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 founder. Have you seen the founder? I did, but wasn't McDonald's started? In, oh, you're, no, you're right. The yeah, idea yeah, was yeah. stolen in California, yeah, but the very yeah, yeah. first McDonald's. Right, like, right. When I was a kid, I was. I don't know why this probably says something about me, but I was obsessed with like McDonald's history. When I was like five or six years old. What year Ronald was born and all that. Well, no, I remember like. <laughs> How old Grimace we, is. Where, where is Grimace from? Uh, we, we we don't know. Uh, I, I personally think he's Ukrainian, um, but that's yeah. up for debate. But I remember we took a road trip to that original McDonald's because I wanted to go so bad when I was little. Right. And like just see those like because the original mascot was uh, Speedy. 
the guy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Speedy the Hedgehog for some reason, but no, it was a uh, Speedy, some guy, just a guy with a hamburger head before they had Ronald McDonald, and uh, that was like going on. That was like going to Mecca for me as a kid. The one in Des Plaines. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. took we took a trip there and saw it was like this, and they kept. I don't know if it's still that way, but they kept the building the exact same as it was when. McDonald's I remember going there. to like uh, my family used to shop at like Oak Brook. Uh, like shopping center a lot growing up and I remember going to the Oak Brook McDonald's and they had like a huge wall of like an anthro like what what do you call it like an animatronic like you press a button and all the fucking characters oh, yeah, start yeah. like oh. singing a song you know what's so that, funny like, blew my mind as like a five-year-old I remember like back in the day we all used to make fun of those animatronic things like ha ah, it's so corny Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> I miss that now. Everything is so that's like digital. What, Logan Arcade has like that. Yeah, they have yeah, they have so the cool. they have yeah. the Miss Pups. It's like the Misfits, right? But it's these dogs doing like these animatronic dogs doing covers of Misfits songs that are right. dog themed. I hope to God they're still there because last time I went oh, there was yeah, pre pandemic. Yeah. I, I believe one of them might have got COVID and passed away. I'm Rest not. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. But yeah, if you're li- if you're looking for. Yeah, Cashew in the chat says bring bring camp back. I hundred percent disagree. But Doctor Deathsticks in the in the Discord chat. I mean, again, you you agree? Go to the dis go to the episode description uh, Discord server. But Doctor Deathsticks has the address here. He docks the original McDonald's. It's four hundred North Lee Street in Des Plaines, Illinois. If you want to go to the very first McDonald's location. Uh, my key to the city this week goes to uh, Cold Cuts, the podcast done by Yolo Swag and Beetle Moses. Oh, yeah, yeah. They gave us a shout out. Thanks, boys. Yeah, uh, I've been catching a couple of their episodes, not all the way through because I don't have a lot of free time these days. But uh, I caught the one they did a <laughs> they did a podcast with Vouch, which was funny. They did one with uh, Rusty Cage. Mm. Uh, just, just in general, it's uh, it's a good show. No, those guys are like. I think we gave them the pot. We gave Beetle Moses the podcast. Itch, that's true because yeah, that was his, that was his very like, first yeah, time being on a podcast because Yolo Yolo Swag was like he's not used to doing this. Yeah, and I think those those two are are like two of my favorite content creators out there. So yeah, it's a, yeah, check it out. Check it out now. Anyway, uh, Thought Cops Word of the Week. Um, Oh, oh crap! We don't have one, Lewis. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's make one up. Uh, this thought cops. Oh no, I do have one. I'm sorry. Is yeah. <laughs> no, I do have one. Uh, kidult. Uh, God. it's an adult who dresses and acts like a kid. Great. Yeah. Anyway, before we get to our final segment of the show, which is our listener voicemails, uh, Jonathan Dunn, sir, if you could please plug everything you want, you have all your shows, your social medias. Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me every Sunday at the Lincoln Lodge, Sloppy Sundays, and 9 p.m. Uh, second Friday of the week is Candle Worms Variety Hour. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing shows all over Chicago all the time. Uh, you can follow me at Get Her Done. Yeah, on I know you and Instagram. I met yeah. over the years, like, you know, pre pandemic doing like stand up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of fun. Are you coming back? Uh, yeah, I'm starting up again. I actually, this week I just did a show for the first time in a while. So. Yeah. Well, the water, I, got, I got the bug. The water's warm. Yeah. Um, uh, get her done on Instagram, John Dunn Zero on Twitter, and Jonathan Dunn on TikTok. But it's mostly the same content. Uh, a lot of cross <laughs> three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just pick your favorite platform. Yeah, whatever. 
But anyway, let's move on to those listener voicemails uh, because we'll and if, if you will um, link to all that in the episode description. If you'd like to uh, leave us a voicemail, our phone number is 312-788-7361 or you can always leave us an audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit I want to be the next Dog Cops guest, and here's why it should be a pandemic. Hi, Kevin and Grand, I'm Peter Griffin, and I know that you have been feeling the heat. Because your voicemail line has lost the Discord news team. That means you've got an open seat, and I feel I ought to be filling it. Because when it comes to voicemails, I've kind of been killing it. See, weekly Frankenstein episodes on Fox on my gym broke. I am a ripoff of Homer Simpson mixed with Fred Flintstone. But haven't you heard I'm more than a rapper? I am an actor. Remember the time those two nice guys tried to get their jacket? After you, after you, after you, after you, after you've seen that scene, I mean I'm in right, but I've been sitting on the ringer, in addition to the spitting I'm a hell of a singer. Bird, a well a bird, bird, but bird's a well a well a bird, surfing. Yeah, Kevin and Grant, why don't you give me a chance? My melodies will make the people out well. They trust. <laughs> I'll write, I'll perform, man. I'll freaking sweep the floor. Well, whatever it is, I'm ready to do it in Grant's apartment. What do you say to that devil or get you to bite? Maybe we can try it live on a Saturday night. Check my feed, you won't agree where I should be in September. Where did you get this background right, music? the next dog cops guest. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like... I'm sweating right now. I, I, that is the best voicemail we Again, have ever that top received. That's the best voicemail part two. That was amazing. Whoever left that, thank you so much. That we have the name. I don't, I don't want to say anybody's name. Yeah, I, I will not dox anyone. I'm obviously, uh, Ms. Wick, you can censor this out later. Peter Griffin left that voicemail. It's true. Yeah. That was, I am so glad I, dis, I didn't screen that. <laughs> I had no idea what that was going to be. And like, that was well, the person that left it was like, sorry if the quality is not good. I'm like, well, what? That's like that the, incredible. Are you kidding me? Have you heard a Nico voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> she like throws her phone across the room and like <laughs> talks into it. That was amazing. Uh, Thank you so much. That that was I, I, I'm blushing because I'm flattered. Like that yeah. was funny, but also like the thought that Peter Griffin would be auditioning <laughs> to come on Thought Cops. It's just like, I mean, we've he's, been trying to get him on real life Peter Griffin. What the hell? Also, yeah, if you guys want to harass real life Peter Griffin on Twitter, we've been trying to get him on the show Did for a long time. Did we ever talk about how, <laughs> how real life Peter Griffin and real life Lois like were like together and they had a YouTube channel and then she like stole his YouTube channel and he had to start another <laughs> Have you seen one. this guy? Yeah, Is yeah, it this big, uh, big fat guy? Yeah. Or, yeah. He'd go to comic cons or whatever, but we got one more here. Yeah. yeah so my uh, two minutes of hate this week is uh, the girl speaking to a man, presumably mm. boyfriend, trying to explain stuff. You know what I mean? Just, it, basically, sure. that meme is just the fucking reverse of the like the same image of a guy in like a like a st- football stadium, whatever. Yeah. Point yeah. being, it fucking sucks. It's garbage. Yep. Um, yep. It wasn't funny to begin with, and gender swapping it isn't funny. And I'm seeing it all over my Twitter, and I just uh, it just uh, pisses me off because it's just the fucking laziest shit. Um, 
Yeah, that's all. I mean, you're right. You're right. Memes in general. I, I it's think it's all you, like, oh my god, dude, I hate it. Like, I posted something on Twitter the other day because I had a thought of like, um, you know, there's a new She-Hulk show, and you know, there's like that she blank on my blank till I blank format on Twitter, that joke yeah, format. Uh-huh. Sure. I was like, out of curiosity, I wonder if I search the term She-Hulk on my and then just like see how many are out there. And I scrolled and scrolled, and it was endless versions of like the same format tweet over and over do you ever find that like either that's worth doing more of or that maybe we just need to not be on twitter anymore because i feel like we do the show my inclination is like maybe i just stop creating tweets like i've been writing a novel lately i I think yeah yeah yeah. i feel so much more like i'm like doing something i'm like creating something i'm not saying i'm better than everyone else but i'm better than the drag and drop like yeah, no, 100%. it's just yeah. one of those things where it's like i get like no satisfaction out of like being on this fucking website anymore yeah i get Who no do satisfaction I dunk out of actually just like going and doing something creative yeah and then it's to- like i mean i don't know it's an avenue for something and it's like obviously here is a cathartic experience where we can complain about these sorts of things and not participate Twitter's in also them. an amalgamation of stuff but this is this the stuff we talk about on the show is all over the news but I do see that same exact. I know exactly what he's talking about with that yeah. picture, and it's super annoying. Have you seen that with the? Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. got the armor on the guy uh, and uh-huh. whatever. And I and I participated because I'm a little piggy who wants followers. <laughs> Wait, no, and actually, I'm fine. I'm trying to appeal to idiots. So if you like, if you are a dumbass, follow, come follow me. I know, uh, and Jonathan. I think that was actually like you might have been the first one I saw that did that. And the people who do get on it first, like it's like for the first like maybe half a day it's uh-huh. okay because i think like the first time i actually might have even seen that picture was from you and i'm yeah. like oh, where did you find that picture oh but then, then it's it like on too, but then too i well. saw it i saw it everywhere after that yeah. you know and that's when it became you know uh cringe as it were yeah as it are as it is speaking of cringe uh that's the end of the episode yeah 312-788-7361 or send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com as the train is honking outside uh if you want to support the show get a backlog of bonus content and be a part of the episode in our live recording chats head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops support the show it goes a long way we appreciate it a lot i want to give a shout out to one of our oldest patrons this week which is the phone losers of America oh. who have been a pa- who have been patrons since September of 2019. Thank you so much. And thank you, Jonathan Dunn for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we could finally Appreciate set this up. It. And thanks to all the folks at home who make it happen. You're the real heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. One of these, we do have to do like a WKUK episode where we just do the family guy. Go- like, it's been tossed around. If we get, it'll, it'll if, happen. If, if we get desperate it'll enough, happen. folks, it'll I'm happen. desperate. We'll do it. My stew is pretty good if you need one. Oh, duly I, noted. Brian, yeah. Brian. Duly noted. Peter, if it's hot inside, he's hot. Uh, let him in. I, yeah, that's, I can't do stew. I can do yeah. Peter. I can do Joe. Yeah. All right. Stay this tuned, is guys. all coming together. <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> uh, see you, Space Cop. See you later.